The following podcast is a Dear Media production. There is one thing that I have nailed down when it comes to having a baby, and that is the sleep factor. And then I have to have his weighted sleep sack. And this has been such a game changer. I have told all my friends. It is by Dreamland Baby. It's a gently weighted sleep sack, and they also have swaddles too, but Towns uses a sleep sack. And his is nude. We also have it in like uh, olive green. And it's for newborns to 36 months. And I will be using it the whole 36 months. Let me tell you, this is the only sleep sack on the market with even distribution from the baby's shoulders to toe. So this is going to help your baby feel calm, fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. And I can tell you it works. Like when I put this sleep sack on him, he associates it with sleep. I can't explain it. His eyes close when he goes in the sleep sack. This sleep sack was created by a mom. And it's also doctor and sleep expert approved, which is very important. And it's undergone very much safety testing you can see on their site. They also, just like a side note, were on Shark Tank and did a deal with Lori, which I think is really cool. Anyway, if you're looking for your baby to sleep and you're having issues with sleep, you have to check out this gently weighted sleep sack. It's changed my life. The nude one is so cute. Just saying. You can use code SKINNY at checkout. You get 20% off all Dreamland Baby Co. items and... Guys, I have an exclusive deal right now for all Skinny Confidential listeners on my personal landing page. And it's linked within the show notes. You can go to my personal landing page at dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash skinny. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I'm not giving myself a pity party. I can very much understand that I am not what a lot of men may want. Like, I know that I'm not undesirable, but I know that I'm undesirable to some people, and that's fine. We hear from women all the time, are men intimidated by my success, my money? Maybe, but what's the (laughs) alternative? Yes, your dating pool does get smaller. Of course, as you get more successful, you make more money. Of course, there's going to be people in the world that don't like it, don't want to date you, or feel really emasculated by you. But what's the alternative? Don't be successful. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Today, girls gotta eat. Or at least we're interviewing the girls from Girls Gotta Eat, both Reina and Ashley. This episode's been a long time coming. We've been wanting to do a swap with these two for a while. They have a wildly popular show called Girls Gotta Eat, which is a top comedy podcast about dating, sex, relationships, hosted by Ashley and Reina. And we dive into all of it today, guys. Dating, sex, all the things. It's a different episode for Lauren and I, but we love going into these topics and we love talking to people that can hold their own on a mic, which these two definitely can. Definitely check out the episode that we just did with them on their show. Um, That episode, I believe, released this Monday and obviously this one today. So again, had a great time swapping with these two. We don't do that many swaps, but when we do, we make sure we do it with the right people. Girls Gotta Eat, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Lauren, let me introduce you to my old friends, Raina and Ashley here. We're old, old friends. (laughs) I was around early, early days, Girls Gotta Eat. Like I, you know, beginning like when it was just blossoming Gen idea. One. Yeah. yeah i have heard about your podcast Wait, I love all the time yeah. all the time i have i hear about your podcast everywhere it's you guys have really done a good job about getting yourself out there on the map it's i was impressive. a fan before there were fans but i was there day one <laughs> he was the original fan i just want to put that out there patient zero yeah okay all right it's kind of dicey calling me patient zero these days but you know <laughs> people know what we mean yeah let's Band go zero. back to when you guys decided to launch a podcast what's the story there was it something that you guys just decided on a drunken night was it more strategic <laughs> i thought you were gonna ask about the time we met michael because we, we're la picor bianca no, no, michael- what if we're like yeah it was a drunken night we all got together <laughs> yeah. 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 You never michael know. actually created girls gotta eat <laughs> yeah. you never know. we can't do anything Surprise. without a man yeah. yeah you know who else has got to eat men but yeah. we'll get into that later yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we still got a few hours. I'm not hyper yet. I have a sweet green salad across the room. Okay. Lord, do I get hangry? Oh, I'm not talking about eat food, but yeah, you oh, just okay. got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. So we came up with basically I we we've been asked this a lot, so we kind of know who who shares the story. It's the, I'm the one that shares our origin story. But we met in 2017 on this press trip in Aruba, like an influencer trip. 
And that's the first time we met. I had had an idea to do a podcast. I've been doing a lot of things in that area. I did. I do stand up comedy. I'd done some like TV radio. That was the next thing that I wanted to do in, in my career. And I wanted to do it with a woman. And I was like, who's this perfect person to do this? It's going to be really open about their life. I knew I wanted it to be a podcast about dating and relationships and sex that was also comedic. So I meet Raina on this trip and we hit it off right away. I had been kind of dealing with like a breakup ish type situation. I kind of went into this trip in a dark place and met Raina the first night and we came back from this trip and became real life friends in New York. And when I asked her if she would be interested in doing a podcast, it was the end of the year, you know, like December 2017. I was like, I got to figure this out before the new year. This is my goal, at least to figure out what direction this is going, who I might do this with. And so I just fired off a text that was like, would you be interested in starting a podcast? And she said yes immediately. And I asked are you open sharing about your like sex life and stuff? Because some people are like, I don't know. My parents could hear it. They have a real job, you know, like a corporate job. And we both were kind of doing this influencer thing and figuring out what our next move was. So it was perfect timing for both of us. And she, again, said yes immediately. And we started having like coffee meetings and discussing it. And then we launched it in February 2018. But it's interesting because we really didn't know each other that well. And we had hung out on the trip, but maybe even three times after that. And we were kind of when I got the idea to ask her, we were texting about some crazy date story or something. And I thought she was like so funny and living the same type of life as me in New York. And that the rest is history. And we really took it seriously from day one and launched it as a brand and it took off. Yeah. Why do you think people are so careful about sharing their sex life or not not sharing their sex life, but talking about sex? And why do you guys think you don't give a shit about your parents? <laughs> um I, yeah <laughs> well we are we I, we can't so i got the parents thing out of the way we have really supportive families we're, we're really orphans, lucky actually. um yeah that everyone died parents. ahead of everyone died ahead of the podcast <laughs> both of our families are incredibly supportive they're in the front row of our live shows watching like me get stripped on my dad's like with an iphone filming me while it happens like yeah dad. they're so into it like my dad will push through episodes he'll listen to episodes called like how to do better butt stuff and he'll call me and be like Ooh, the ad works. reads on that episode were so excellent this week like he wants to know where the money's coming from how's the ads doing he really has so many business questions we're just so lucky our families are so involved and they love it and of course we, we both have brothers and fathers that don't listen to most of the episodes but yeah. they're really open and Ashley and I grew up in very I would say pretty sex positive families so yeah. that started of course our openness and when we met we were really vetting each other I think about like well, what are your friends like what do you like to talk about what is your dating life like mm -hmm. what are you open about and do you have good relationships with people in your life so I knew that she'd be fun and funny to talk about that stuff with it's weird I never paused for a moment and thought you know what if a million people hear this story about <laughs> me having butt sex like what is that going to be like and I don't know I almost forget when we're recording like I just want to make her laugh and that's how we think the live shows are too I just want to entertain her and tell her funny stories and if other people enjoy it that's great but I've sort of thrown it out the window do I care about this am I embarrassed about this and I'm lucky to have grown up in a very sex positive environment that allows me to feel like that about sex but sex is hard to talk about it's weird it's embarrassing yeah, it's I, I, people are shamed for stuff I find myself getting increasingly annoyed that people aren't more open about it. Like mm -hmm. we had a hotel brand that we had partnered with for a long time that basically cut us off because of the sex content and the sex toy company. Hold on, and a hotel is where you're going to fuck. And they had sex kits in the room. I'm not kidding. It was we wild. fucked in that hotel a lot. It was yeah. really upsetting. So, and like even I'm doing this brand partnership that I, I'm not going to say it because it's fine. But they were like, don't allude to sex. But like the brand is kind of. It, it, it drives me crazy. Was it like you went too far with the topic? I haven't, I haven't even done they it must have They known. just kind of, it was in their talking points of like, we can't allude to sex, but I'm like, but also the well, Why would a brand work with you guys if, they're, if you don't want so, to talk about sex? I mean, they, not like- so I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. explain it to you. We have a long history with this PR company and they've done a, a lot of really nice stuff for us. They were humiliated. The hotel group was humiliated. It's a guy at the top that yeah. was just like- Caught we, wind of- we, yeah, or. yeah. Our sex toy. We, I mean, we own a sex toy company. That guy's probably the freakiest guy in the company. Totally. That's what I, said. I said that guy definitely hires anyone that is yes. that is really against it. It's it, there's something. It's By the way, flag. give us a, give us some tips if you if you are feeling like you're scared to talk about us, just go the other way and give us tips because you're freaky. You what? know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if someone's so yes. against talking about it, like. <laughs> I bet they have some great or tips. if you're so I always say that like guys because I do stand up comedy and every time I post a clip that's sex related if it takes off if it's like in TikTok and it's getting like millions of views or hundreds of thousands of views 
then it's no longer just my followers who love me that are seeing it. It's a bunch of dudes that are so upset that women, A, have the audacity to do stand-up comedy and B, talk about sex. And if you see it, any female clip that's taken off on any social media, there's a bunch of guys in the comments, all women talk about his sex, all female comics, they're like so mad about it. And I'm like, you have not been laid in so long. Like you're so mad that women are talking about this because you're probably so frustrated in your own sex life you know, like, I think there's always an underlying thing of why people are mad about sex. A hundred percent. They're deflecting their yes. own insecurity of not getting laid. Yeah. Onto you. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that that your TikTok comments are absolutely wild because people just don't give a fuck. They will say what they want to <laughs> say, especially from men with what you guys talk about. We're pretty lucky in general. TikTok tends to well, be a just, less nice place on the internet. Of it course. depends on if it goes crazy. Yeah. And so it's like, if it's just our followers who are seeing our content, they love it. Right now, our YouTube comments are really wonderful because they're just... It's the people that are there it's, for you. But when things go viral, yep. some man is so mad that this woman is in his feed <laughs> talking about sex. You know, like you're like a... He's like a keyboard warrior. Like, Imagine so getting angry. pissed off about that. Like, oh Imagine having time yes. to be... What a... What a uh, how great is it that you have time to be mad about that? I am so busy all day, every day. Oh Ashley God. is so busy. And on top of that, I'm trying to have relationships. I'm trying to get laid. I'm doing all these things. I never see something on the internet that is just like a passing thing and stop my day to write something hateful to a stranger. Here I am, a man just trying to day trade cryptocurrencies and you come in with your bullshit sex conversation and fuck up my whole day. I don't right. get how anyone like has the audacity or time to write. It comes down to time, really. Like, yes. is what it, a like, privilege of time. I mean, is it in your calendar? Like write something rude on someone's TikTok. I don't understand how anyone can take away from their, their like, I only have so much energy. I only have the capacity yes. to give so much. Yeah. I just, I don't understand like, it. How we're right, 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 right. And I saw this all the time. Like, how do you not, it's like, you see something on the internet that you don't like. You just keep it like we would just keep it moving. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. I don't need to tell the creator I didn't like that. Like, unless it's some deeply offensive in some way. And you're like, I feel like I need to stand know, up for this. What is where's the fine line? With I, the I'll tell you offensive. where the line is. Someone got mad at me. I, I can't even I'll tell you off air. Someone got mad. <laughs> someone got mad at me about something the other day. I was like, we've lost the plot. I'll text it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's honestly like you can't even you can't even exist. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk after. I feel like we have a lot. <laughs> now I want to hear this. Yeah, um, yeah, I troll Tristan Thompson. Um, <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, look at this. That's the line. I troll him a little. What bit. did you say? It's Be weird. real. I see your best friend trolling. Like she has a secret <laughs> life. top comment. Like I don't just troll him. I troll like articles about him. Like when E News writes about him, I'm like the first person in the comments. He so pissed a lot of women off. You like really that. pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. You're angry about how obviously how he cheated multiple times and then ended up having a baby with someone else. I feel like very. I, I have a very open view of monogamy and cheating. I, I don't think it's ever this black and white thing. But what he did is so duplicitous. It is so unfair and public and humiliating to his partner who doesn't seem to have an open view about monogamy. She wants to have a monogamous relationship with this man that she's children with. And yeah. he is humiliating her in public. This like seven foot man getting jerked off in a club. You couldn't just do this in private. You got to do this outside where people can film it. I think that totally so did. I think yeah, part of the, the thing that gets some of these people off, though, is the idea that there could be voyeurs looking in. I think that that is part of the the high and the chase. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. I think he gets off on like, could I be photographed? He has to, right? Yeah, he could hide it very easily. It's all the money and the means to hide it. Yeah, I think that there is certainly a level also of knowing which is this falls on your partner of knowing you can really get away with everything. And I, I obviously they have a family. We don't know these people also. Right. And I say this all the time. Like here we are making assumptions about complete strangers that all we see is what we see on their edited TV show or right. their articles that, you know, so we really don't know, but yeah. And we're fans of Chloe. So yeah, we're just, <laughs> team. we always, we just I'm going to manifest for Chloe right now that she's going to find the perfect person. I want to so that badly. for her. I just love her. I think she's funny. I just, she's the, she's my fave. She's fabulous. Sometimes I feel like I'm a boring person that I don't have the audacity to go get jerked off in a club in public. 
You are really boring. You don't Sometimes want to do that. I, I mean, like, you could spice it up with me. Like, uh, I like I mean, color. Like, we've been together a long time. It what if I was like, what if it was like, episode. just to get it like spicy okay, again? I was like, hey, like, you, you read a headline. It's no like, Michael one's going to jack you off like I can. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. There no is. one is going to jack you off or give you a blowjob like, like I can. So you go see what else is out there. But wouldn't I'll be over here with my mouth and my hand. By the way, new lips, GSLs from Dr. Wouldn't that be a plot twist, though, to be like, read a headline and be like, there he is getting jerked off in the club. And be like, that's new. Haven't when seen the that. Like, I did it for press. I, I did it yeah. for us. I did it for you. It would Lauren. be so funny. It's like you know what the founder of Dear Media. It'd be <sighs> like the first time. It's like not an. Ad. It's like this. It would be. A, I would love to see it. I mean, if I, you guys both agree. I mean, talk I about a, a thing that would. Tour. I kind of like want him to see, like what oh. else is out there. Like go, go, go on a date. I with missed all else. the dating apps. I missed all the. I missed How long everything. have you two been together? Six hundred years. Well. <laughs> Yeah, before time even existed. Um, yeah, the land before time. <laughs> no, we got together when I was 20. I'm 36 now. No, we so. got together when we were 12 and we broke up at 15. But we're, we're not talking what? about this. Are you this. We're going to talk about this on your when you were kids? Yeah, we're kids. Let's well, no, no, our, we have to talk about it on our yeah, podcast. We'll yes, this. this is all we're talking about on but our we podcast. But we weren't together that whole time. I know, but, but that's like, an even still, better it's like story. really special. I know you guys had a long relationship, but I want to talk about this on our show. It's special, but it's not as house on the prairie as it sounds. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are like, oh, that's so sweet. When, no, I know. It's you know not, what I mean? I still, there's something really cool that you met when you were kids. Like, that's really... You guys can... We can talk about it on your podcast. I mean, okay. I love her, but honestly, I just... I really don't like meeting a lot of new people. I just... <laughs> it's a lot of effort. It's Clearly. a lot of stress. Yeah. I, I like to keep it tight. And, you know, it's too It's too much You know the four people you need to know and you're just done. Uh, it's yeah. so funny. You're like, I'm going to marry that girl I met when I was 12. Girls <laughs> got to eat. Okay. Why is it called that? I mean, I have my own ideas of why it's called that but why um so <laughs> again I'll, I'll take this one no I came up with it as like the phrase of that can be interpreted in different ways you know I feel like I, I spent 10 years that I lived in the south I feel like that phrase the girls gotta eat in the south is like you gotta go out with that guy to get a meal and like put up with this dumb shit I think that it can mean like girls gotta get laid girls gotta get her money get her bag that kind of thing but however you want to interpret it I think that we're also in this age where like the word eat is meaning like excelling at something like, oh, he ate, she ate. I didn't really think about it at that time. What I thought about more at the time was a play also of Reyna's food blogging career. And I thought we might talk, I thought we might bring that into the conversation more. We talk about food all the time. People know that we we love to eat, but it really didn't, we didn't leverage that. But she was this really great food blogger, food influencer. So that was part of it. And I just think of things from a branding perspective. I thought of GGE. I thought of the way that Smart. it sounded. So I just remember I was like walking. I think I was like walking to the train, shooting off a bunch of um, ideas to Raina. Like, tell me if you hate these. And one, I remember her being like, yikes, veto. And then girls got to eat. I mean, I don't think I said more than five different title ideas and we landed on it. Mm -hmm. So when a girl's got to eat and they're in New York, what is that like? dating i can imagine that the dating the dating situation no yeah, what's happening in new york what like i want to know yeah obviously i was in la and now i'm in austin fasting. and i haven't i haven't been single in a while what is the dating life really like and don't oh we're not gonna sugarcoat it don't sugarcoat you. it no we, like we literally never, never do that because what's, what's to the point me, of having a show it seems like with all these dating apps it's slim pickings I think that you could pull people and we have from every city in America, in the world, and they'd tell you that like their city's the hardest and they'll give you reasons why. Sure. Okay. And I, I understand that. So I have sympathy for that. My experience is dating in New York so I can speak to it the most. I think that, at least for me, you have this like land of the most high-functioning, beautiful, smart, incredible, dynamic women in the world. All my friends are like that. And I feel like men meet them and they're like, I could fuck this up because there's a, there's 10 of you on this block. Mm. Every woman we know works out, has all these friends, has a great job. It's just like killing it in life. And like men don't need to hold on to you because like there's there's a hundred of you in this neighborhood, you know? And I think that people in, of course, all large cities become disposable. So that's the bad stuff. On the positive side of things, the things I like about dating in New York is that you do have some of the best people in the world. You have some of the most interesting, cool, hot, fun people and the best stuff to do. So we have had really epic dates with tons of guys that are fun. You stay out all night long. It's really such a good time. And you meet such different people in the world here. 
So yes, the, the, those are my the pros and act cons. of dating. The dates are great. They're, they're, to me, it's there's no better place. You run around, you go to a bunch of places, you can walk, it's walkable. You're in this like basement bar dancing. You go have sake, you go to some rooftop, you know, whatever it is. So much fun stuff. The the guys, they're hot garbage. I mean, it is the <laughs> worst city in the world for dating. And there's a lot of stats and data to back it up. We love this author named John Berger. He has two books out. The first one was called Datanomics. And the the pop the the numbers just don't really match up. There's too many women for men, so there's this disparity. And when you have a population where there is a disparity in male female, the the way that the one the the lesser populated gender, the way they can act, they know it. So there's cities where there's more women than men, like New York, L.A. Cities where there's more men than women, men act differently. So you do feel a sense of being disposable a lot. I think that it's tough. I Rain and I have more girlfriends combined than anybody I know in every city in America, every, you know, major city in America. And again, we talk to women at our shows all the time and it is a special breed of terrible here. Yeah. And we've always dated guys outside of New York. We haven't had a lot of success. I mean, we meet guys on the road. We have long distance. And yes, I've had some epic dates here. I've dated some people, but it is pretty tough out here. I should have brought my glasses. And I could, you know I what this is giving? Right this is giving Southern charm. And I'll tell you why. Southern Charm, the show. Ashley doesn't watch it, but I've watched what? every yeah. you don't, you, you watched I mean, it. I've, oh, you got to watch the newest She's watched it. I know enough. Okay, enough. this is giving Southern Charm because the show Southern Charm, We when we when we went to Charleston, there's so many beautiful women there. Yes. And there's not a lot of men. So what happens is it's almost like New York is like a bigger version of that. Mm -hmm. where, and so what happens is the women almost feel like, and I can see why, they have to like, like do all these things to fit in the box. Let me be, tell you something here, Lauren. As a the only man in the room, he's like, let me cut you off, Lauren. Let me let me just cut this okay. off. I always, you know, I grew up with two sisters, and I found it. There was all those Cosmo magazines laying around, and I always found it. And this can maybe sound a little sexist, right? They've been probably going to get some flack for this, but whatever. There was there would always be all these crazy articles of women giving other women advice about how men think, and I always found this so strange because I talked to my sisters about dating because obviously I want my sisters to have the most success in dating. And I think, you know, men are dogs. That's just, I'll just put it out there. We are hot garbage trash. And the problem with a, a big city like this and then coupling dating apps is men feel like for whatever reason, we have endless optionality. Entitlement. And so they don't hold, they don't, they're not smart. We're not smart enough to hold on to something real when it crosses over. We just, like you might find a great woman in a great relationship, like, but then you're, you're such a dog and you're so stupid and you see, and you see all this optionality. You feel like, well, I need to jump to the next one because there's probably something better Even and better, better and better. Mm -hmm. And it's most of the time not the case. So I think men hurt themselves as well because they get into these things and they miss great women because they just think there's something looking for, for perfection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when guess what? When they're but, 45 but, years old and they're looking like a crusty prune. So what I told my so to, to round it out, what I told my sister is you have to take the optionality away from the men like you have to like if you know you're great and you know you're in and you're with someone like i always told my sisters like as soon as he starts ever playing any of those games throw him out don't don't entertain him don't bring him back don't give him the optionality that you're waiting for him i like that advice because i think that and i fell prey to this too is when you feel somebody slipping away it almost feels like quicksand and you try harder yes. and you make yourself more available and you check in yes. with them more and you make yourself more available for plans and i agree with you that the the response to this, the only way you're going to get the guy is to just cut it off. And sometimes that person isn't ready to be in a relationship. It has nothing to do with you mm -hmm. a lot of the time, I think. Because you know? we feel like we can maybe like keep one here and then drag on a few but other here. But what you're saying even reinforces the point of how it feels in a in these types of populations. Yes. So they, in again, in, in these books and there's different studies of like men in, and every, things have changed even since the these books were written and COVID changed a lot of where people moved. I mean, you guys, didn't you guys move? I mean, yep. people to kind of change where they are in the country, but like a, a, a a population like San Francisco, Silicon Valley, there's so many more men than women, educated men, successful men. And so the men hold on to the the the, the good women that they find even more so. So it's not like written on the written anywhere, but you just feel it. Like men in New York know that there's another one of this hot girl around the corner that just might be a little better than this one. And it is like why it, it is tough out there. And it's exactly what you're saying. And we've talk to so many guys that echo that. And then they're like, you have to make a decision to stop. You have to make a decision to commit and be like, I'm, I'm really into her. She's great. 
I'm not going to I'm going to try to make this work and commit to it as opposed to like maybe I can find her, but even like a little hotter. Well, and then again, like I'm always careful with this stuff because one, I've been in a relationship forever. So what the hell do I know? And two, like I, I, I look at it from the perspective of if I was giving my younger sister the advice on if a man was behaving that way with her, like what I would tell her to do. And my brothers had to do that for me too. I, I remember one time my brother said to me, like, I just have to tell you if I was into a girl, I've never behaved like this. I'm just being honest with you. And it like hurt a little bit, but it's true. And we talk to our guy friends all the time. We have wonderful yeah. men, psychotherapists that are male on our show. And we want to give a 360 view of dating. But the way to to make those people be into you is not to double down and make yourself more available. That's the opposite. Put up All right. More. I have right. advice. I know I've been in a relationship for 600 years. That doesn't preclude you from having. If I was in New York, I would practice this theory that I call act like a poodle. Okay. <laughs> you have to be like meh to everything. Everything is meh. The tail up meh. You want to go to the beach? Uh, I can't do that day. What about this day? Nope, can't do that day either. Like, you just have to be (laughs) constantly uninterested in them. I think that's the unlock. And and I mean, when you said it's like quicksand and you feel, I, I know what you're talking about, you literally have to do the complete opposite of what your human nature wants you to do. That's, in my opinion, how you get what you want. Well, I think men and women like the chase. Because there's this thing. I I was watching this cartoon. It's like from like... 50 years ago it's a cartoon and, and, and the, and the no the dog is like running the like girl dog is running and like her smell is like cascading and the guy's just drooling and she just keeps moving with her You're smell talking about Pepe Le Pew? it's something like that it's like Pepe Le Pew but yeah, the girl yeah. keeps moving like she keeps it moving she's moving and the guy's just he just can't stop because she's just moving and she's leaving her trail and her smell and her cascade but she's not leaning into him she's leaning away She's going away. And so I think if I was dating in New York, I would literally do the exact opposite of what I wanted to do in a way where it stood out because it was so different from what everyone else is doing. Kind of like the George Costanza Seinfeld episode, just do everything opposite of what you're interested in. Yeah, because you. If you, let me tell you, anyone can smell desperate energy. Protein is something that I have been implementing into my diet like no other. We had Dr. Gabrielle Lyons on the podcast, and she stressed the importance of protein. So one of the things that I do to get protein is I make these protein oats. And I actually got the idea from Ariel Lor. She's amazing. And basically what you do is you do a fourth cup of oats. So I use like non-GMO oats. And then I use two scoops of Rituals Protein. And then I use a little cinnamon and I use some blueberries, hemp seeds, and flax seeds. And I mix it with water in a pan. And then it makes like a goo because of the protein. And then you put it in your bowl and you put some almond milk on top and it's absolutely delicious. I eat it all the time after a workout. And I'm specific about my protein, which is why I use Rituals Essential Protein. It's delicious. It's plant-based and it has three distinct formulas designed to meet the body's changing protein needs. So what's great about Ritual is you know what you're getting. I'm a big fan of their multivitamins and it's the same with their protein. Everything's traceable. So they have like a one of a kind visible supply chain and it's also made with complete amino acid profile, which we all know the importance of aminos. There's no sugar or sugar alcohols. It's soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Check your protein because a lot of them aren't. Ready to shake up your protein ritual? To make trying something new easier, Ritual is offering all Skinny Confidential him and her listeners 10% off your first three months when you shop online at ritual.com skinny. Prefer to shop in person? Ritual is now available at Whole Foods Market, which we love. If you are someone that feels like you have low energy, maybe you get headaches, maybe you feel like you crash in the middle of the day, you may also likely be someone who is not getting the proper hydration. You may not have the right amount of salt in your system, and you may not also have the proper amount of electrolytes. This is why I love talking to you guys about Element. Lauren and I love Element, and we are both regular consumers of the product. So what exactly is Element? Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix, everything you need and nothing you don't. It contains science-backed electrolyte ratios of 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. No sugar, no junk, no coloring, or artificial ingredients. Guys, we've been talking on this show about the importance of these ingredients in your system to get energy, to feel good, to have good brain function, to not feel lethargic, which is why we love this mixture so much. The way we use Element is just drop it into our water when we work out or when we feel we need to hydrate more. You never get that midday slump. It's probably because you're lacking 
the proper minerals in your system. You're probably not hydrated. You probably lost electrolytes and you probably just need to hydrate more. So this is going to help you do it. It's going to help you increase your energy, eliminate headaches and fatigue. Like I said, it really is a game changer. And right now Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. That is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com skinny. This deal is only available through our link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash skinny. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Drinkelement.com slash skinny. I want someone to know that I like them, that I, I want someone to like me. I want to like them back. I want to be excited about them. I don't want to have to like quote unquote play games, but where I think it is, is it's a desperate energy. Like you're saying, like, don't change your plans, you know, like have a life, like be busy. And those things will radiate. It's the desperation, like you're saying, but I, I don't want to be a person that's just like unexcited because it's not who I am. So I want someone to know that I'm into them. I think everyone wants to feel desired, but they need to know that they're is still, I guess, quote unquote, chase there because this girl's got her own life. She's got shit going on. She's not desperate for a partner. She's not desperate for a husband. She's not chasing me. So I think that we always say there's like a happy medium. Yeah. There. And what you're talking about, it's very hard to manufacture that if yeah. you don't feel it. If you're like, I really want to see this guy and I want to say yes, but I, I'm going to say no because I want to see two available. The, the workaround to that is actually don't be available. Yes. Actually Make have a life. Yes. Actually 100%. have like a job and friends and all this cool stuff. And we, it happens very rarely, but I remember like a friend of ours like canceled plans to like go out the guy. And I was like, okay, I was surprised by it. Because it I, doesn't happen a lot. doesn't happen a lot. As you get older, I think you stop doing that. And hopefully you don't make dating and being in a relationship the only box you want to check because there's so many other boxes. And like imagine finding a person that's so fully formed. They have all these things. They can bring all this cool stuff to your life and they want to be with you. That's so great. It's like crowded out what you're saying, like crowded out with being having such a full, beautiful life that you kind of don't need that. But I will tell you, I don't want someone to know I like them. if I'm dating them. He does, I does want he them know? to be like, I'm still not sure. No, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> he's I mean, that still, is, that's a, that's a thing I don't want for someone sure. to know. We have two children. That's my, but, honestly, that's you know. my tip. And sure. I've been in a relationship for 600 years. So what do I know? But I don't really. I, uh, sometimes he'll text me ten times and I don't respond. He'll call me. You're not. We're not wrong. Together. You're not wrong that this I'm can gonna work. tell you. I kind of don't want him to know how much I like him. <laughs> I'm being dead okay. serious. Uh, that's my tip. We've been playing Why this game for twenty years. If I like so him. you're not like a person that lays in bed and is like, I'm obsessed with you. No, you're the best. No, and even if mm, I okay. was, I wouldn't do that because I I really think that like. I think people want what they can't have. And like, I'm going to try to keep that in my relationship. I think if you just like are uninterested, I just think the guys lean in. It's they're just do, too obvious. But men. do you also feel like for you two in particular, one, very open about sex two very successful. Yes. Three, like in your case, well, that comedian. Could, that's right? maybe like, the problem. You guys, some men may be intimidated. Yeah. And some it's and like, let's take intimidation out of it. Some men just don't want it. Like right. I could be very honest about this. I don't I'm not looking for. I'm not giving myself a pity party. Yeah. I can very much understand that I am not what a lot of men may want. Right. I, I know that there's like the right person and I've had re successful relationships and, you know, people want to date me, fall in love with me, all those things. But like, I know that I'm not undesirable, but I know that I'm undesirable to some people and that's fine. And there's people that are undesirable to me. But yeah, I don't think everybody wants someone that does what we do that yeah. makes a bunch more money than them that's talking standing up on stage with a microphone talking about our sex life for sure so it, it that adds another challenge to it and or they don't want you to outshine them at dinner you know what I mean because yeah. you're like you're comfortable with being on stage for sure I mean yeah. all these things I think I we can take a realistic look at this and sometimes I like talk to certain friends about this and they get in this like don't beat yourself up and I'm like no it's not that I'm just looking at the world realistically mm -hmm. I'm I mean, not 27 you know I'm not the hottest girl in the room like you got to really want what I'm putting out there to want to be with me and it's mm -hmm. kind of specific also <laughs> the other side of it is like what's the alternative here so <laughs> to not do, if, like yeah. we hear from women all the time are men intimidated by my success my money maybe 
But what's the alternative? <laughs> yes, your dating pool does get smaller. Of course, as you get more successful, you make more money. Of course, there's going to be people in the world that don't like it and don't want to date you or feel really emasculated by you, even though you try to make yourself smaller, less, not talk about all those things. Of course, but what's the alternative? Don't be successful. Don't hustle. Don't try to like make money and be proud of what you have to do. Like what? Act like you don't like them. Yeah. I think like there's this. I'm telling you, just act like you don't like, but, just literally don't like them and don't make time for them. So maybe I. <laughs> that, the second part of that is easy. I'm I don't have any time. Don't yeah, we don't time. have any time. No, he, I, honestly, if you were courting me right now, I literally wouldn't text you back. This isn't a game. I'm busy. I wouldn't text you. I would text you when I want to text you. That is so funny. But, I say it actually all the time. Like if I, at the end of our work day, when I get home, if somebody wanted to talk to me about their day. I couldn't do it. I like, can't even talk to her on his day and I'm married. It's like a lot. <laughs> well, I think that here, so there's this, I think there's this rub where like for me personally, I'm attracted. I, I grew up with a mother who I remember like coming home, like, like she worked, always had her own business. Always. So that's like the example. And I, a lot of men didn't have that. A lot of, you know, men maybe had that different example. Their mother was like a, a caretaker. She stayed home and she, and she didn't work as much. And I don't think one's better than the other, but I'm particularly attracted to strong women because I think that was a dynamic that I had in my household. For sure. But there is this kind of, I, I talk to our younger siblings and there's this weird kind of rub where I think we're still figuring out a society like the masculine feminine, mm-hmm. right? A lot of women are doing a lot of crazy things now, much bigger than a lot of men and like they're having so much success. And I think a lot of men are, are struggling with the dynamic of like, what is it mm-hmm. like being with a woman that may be much more successful than me, maybe the breadwinner. They maybe feel emasculated, but even to the point where like, I hear these young guys going on dates and like chopping the bill. Like to me, I would never like, I don't care how broke I was. Like I, you know, when I took a woman out, I paid. And so I think there's this weird thing where it's like the masculine feminine. And and to your point, some men feel emasculated in a way and some, and, and some women reinforce that. And we're trying to navigate like what that dynamic is. And men haven't fully gotten okay with maybe being so secure with women that may be further than them. And Mm -hmm. from a financial perspective, there's a it's tough things are changing we want to have like we want to have scott galloway on our podcast coming up because i've been watching him talk a lot about this like men not knowing what to do and this isn't like an apologizing for men type of situation but women are really like they're they're blowing past men in like a lot of ways and men kind of feel left behind and then they don't know where they stand they don't know what they even are providing they don't see a use like they don't feel useful or needed and i'm not saying all all of in every relationship but it, there's a lot of mismatching going on in the dating world and we see it all the time and mm-hmm. I don't have the answers, but I, I enjoy discussing it. But don't you think it's, I mean, like to me, and again, like this may be sexist, but I find it like to me, I think a man, if he takes a woman out, should pay. <laughs> we do too. We but then again, yeah. but then there's, you know, conversation of, you know, like equal opportunity. And so like, I still think it's nice to like open the door, pull the chair out, you know, pay for the day. Like, but we're in this weird phase, right? And I, I hate to age, but like Gen Z is like, no, it's got to be like, we we pay. Like I hear this from our siblings. And I'm like, this is strange to me. This is very foreign I have to me. sympathy for people that are really young. If you're both 22 and both you're like, I don't make any money either. You know what I mean? But I think that people just want to be treated really nicely. And if a man asks a woman out, it's nice if he just takes care of it. Don't make it weird. I've been in some like very weird situations. Like what? Let's get my girl. Like what? What's a weird situation? Give us, I feel like this guy at a bar on our first date, we'd met before we met at a bar previously. So he'd like, it's not like I walked in and I was a different person that he met on an app, right? So we (laughs) met before. He felt catfished or something. Right. He didn't get catfished by me. I met him at this bar. He was running late, which already annoyed me. He didn't confirm with me the day of. So I canceled the date and he rescheduled. I already didn't like the behavior. And I got to this bar and he already had a drink in his hand. And I walked over to the bar and I ordered a drink and it was a cash bar, I guess. And this guy told me to go to an ATM and get cash out. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) What did you say? I I was like not this is like maybe our second episode of the podcast top yeah. f- first five I Go was to like left wow. I went to an ATM and I got money out it was so uncomfortable for me I was like all right I'm trying to rationalize this in my brain of like I don't know this person it's a stranger I all right I guess I'll just do this I um, wouldn't do that today but I wouldn't do it today and also I never saw the guy again so I just I finished the date he made it really weird also we weren't at per se we were at a dive bar in the West Village this drink was ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I would pay for a stranger at a bar if they were like, oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. You know, he made it so uncomfortable. He was rude. He was weird about money. I didn't like the vibe. And I never talked to this guy again. 
So I'm not necessarily going to like throw a fit if you behave like this, but I'm not going to go out with you. Again. I kind of love that you like stayed, though, because you have the story now, because if you just had left and like laid at his ass, you couldn't talk about it on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talk about that, too. And we said the more staying for the story. And I, went we... to the, I was I went to the bathroom and made a bunch of notes. Right. I, like wanted to tell Ashley all the Little crazy things note. we did. But how do we feel about like <laughs> you guys are out enjoying a drink in the dive bar? And a guy just pops out of nowhere and starts, you know, moving in because that was the that's the way I thought it used to work. But now I've heard that you can't even you can't do that. It's like a no, no. Why? I mean, we, so and also to go back to your paying thing, like we I don't think a guy should have to pay for me forever. I make make a lot of money, you know, like but we we mean like that first date. Like it's, I do. It's, it's OK, for sure. <laughs> and I hear, and I love that. I love don't care if I'm a billionaire. Yeah, he'll always pay. <laughs> I, I love this discussion, but we we discuss this a lot. And I even have seen men saying like, yeah, you got to pay. What are you do? What are you doing? A, it's kind of like a woman to come out at night and meet a stranger if you're an app person or the amount of time she put into her hair, makeup, all these things. Like, what are we doing out here? Split the bill on a first date that you asked me on. Like this girl, I saw this TikTok, this guy asked her on a coffee date. So immediately she's like, is he like a broke loser? Whatever. That doesn't have to mean that. And some people don't drink and yada, yada. But he, she got there. He was already having his coffee. There was a line out the door. He didn't offer to get up and get hers. And she's like, I fucking left. This is a huge red flag on so many levels. And we, we're hearing stories like this where we're like, some of these guys are, clearly aren't helping themselves in this situation. I think we're progressing a little too far in some areas. <laughs> but what did you just ask me? No, I was saying like if a guy just pops up out of nowhere. Oh, and like the like old, coming up so, to a okay, bar. Okay, so because I missed all the dating apps, the way that I had to do it is like, you okay, like you go to a bar and like put I'd on like a good I'd like to outfit. be approached in Barnes and Noble. But maybe like literally like maybe you could approach one to two women because you don't want to be the guy that's bouncing around to 18 women in one bar. They're all going to look at you like you're a creep. But yeah. Well, I lo- well first of all, know, if you're hot, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I love it when a super hot guy approaches me. To buy. I, I like being approached, but I would like somebody to read, read the room. The room. Yeah. I want somebody to not feel predatory. I don't want them to be in my space. I want them to like be be asking a question that's not so intrusive like have you ever been here before what do you like to order here and i'd like you to read my body language if i'm not enjoying this i'd like you to go away got it so, so if he looks like the guy from the goonies get the fuck away but if it's a hot guy <laughs> well that was in. not nice of me to say but in general um that's the, it's, that's the way I mean, of the world yeah, I, I want to be attracted to somebody. But I, I like when a guy is confident and says hello to me for making eye, especially for making eyes across a bar. I love if somebody comes over. I think that's great. Who doesn't want that? But I'd like them to make themselves go away if I'm clearly not enjoying it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and, I, I mean but then it's like, again, you, sometimes they're like, okay, but is she playing hard to get? Is she doing the poodle thing? For, for me, I still think there's a way of reading body language. Like, you should know if you're not wanted. Yeah. If, if she's not looking you in the face, she's not answering your questions. And what I don't want is someone to to buy me a drink without without bringing it up first. And then I feel like they think I owe them my time. But yeah, I don't fault anyone for shooting their shot as long as they can tell if they need it's time to go. I mean, yeah, we've had situations with guys come up and they won't leave. You're like, this is crazy, you mm-hmm. know, but I don't. We, we don't like this narrative of every guy or person who approaches you in public. It's like, ew, oh, my God, what a creep. Because then that's going to deter that from happening. This it's is a such very... a finesse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's such a finesse. There's so many different caveats. Lord, we, I mean, listen, I, I would have no clue what to do these days. I, I mean, yeah. I have I have not been in the dating world since I was 20. And I feel like. I wouldn't even have any clue where to start. I think you two would enjoy watching each other at a bar, pick up other people. I feel like that might be fun let's for you. Let's go do it tonight. Oh, yeah. And let's just go see. You're a little rusty. You you know, let's go do it. We That's tried to hot. do that thing. What's it called? Dirty stranger. stranger. Oh, sexy stranger. I probably say dirty yeah. stranger. Uh-huh. I think um, you guys would really like it. But she scheduled a fucking dinner in Giorgio Baldi in LA, which was like sitting there. We were dressed up in it. outfits. It was okay, like, a, just well, it was the weirdest thing. We, you know. we blew it. Wait, I love this. Yeah. Like a like a role-playing dinner? It was supposed to. I thought yeah. in that you go and you dress up and I you pick someone at a bar, but she scheduled a reservation dinner. You guys are going to have to go listen to their podcast. All right. We'll talk about it on ours. We've been in situations, though, where like really drunk guys or even not drunk just it feels like predatory they won't go away they won't go away like I don't think it's that difficult I, I don't want to come across like you have to do this but don't do this but do this but don't do this like I think it's just like if this woman is turning away from you physically like as a as a role mm-hmm. ju- you gotta leave can you just say like my girlfriend is over there 
Yeah, I think as women, can, we get you worried. You should be able to do because, it, too. Yeah, can you ha- no, can, no, 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 no. Can you say, that's my girlfriend? Like, oh, my, I'm my. a lesbian. Oh, true. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, Sam, I, if, if I were you and this was, like, yeah, good. bothering Blatantly you. Yeah, lie to their face. Great. And they're like, oh, you want to have a threesome? Like, they're not getting it. Yeah, yeah they're not getting it. Like, no. Ashley be like, they don't touch each other. They are definitely not dating. I feel like there's a way to, like, maybe you guys need to write a book on this to, like, write every scenario out and, like, write what to do in the scenario. Like, you two would be so good at that to write all the scenarios you've been in. Like, I'm sure there's a billion and write what to do and what to say. And, you know, maybe a lie doesn't hurt a flea. It's a little white lie. I agree. Yeah. And I think as women, we get really worried because every every one of us has been in a situation where we politely reject somebody and they become really not nice to you yeah. or they call you a bitch or their body language just becomes a little threatening. And I think all women, we've like we've been trained to like placate and make things just smaller. And pander. And yes, 100. pander to people. And like, I do want to turn around to some guys and be like, I'm with my friend. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. But you can't do that because like they'll freak out. So maybe you just say like, I, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm with my girlfriend. Yeah. Pass mm-hmm. the catch up. A hundred percent. Yeah. We've, if we've learned anything, God, these fuck these men. They're such trash. <laughs> fuck these guys. No, I think that it's just it's just a unique dating landscape right now that no one has ever endured because of the phone. And it's hard to give blanket advice, especially when we've been in relationships. God, we're so going around like robots. We have no idea how to even engage anymore. Yeah. It is interesting though, isn't it? People it's hard to for people even to look people in the eye, I notice. Are you looking for a personalized gift for the holidays? Well, I have something. Something that I recently gave to Michael. I gave Michael this little bracelet. It's custom. It's gold. And on it, it says Towns. And the other one says Zaza. And it's so cute. So it's by Little Words Project. And little words are meant to be worn, loved, and then one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you do. So Michael can actually wear these bracelets and then pass them down to Towns and Zaza. It's really cute because the best part is each bracelet has a unique code on the tag. So you can register it on their website and you can track where your bracelet goes as it inspires from wrist to wrist. So if Towns like grows up and he's 18 and Michael gives him this bracelet, we can like track him wherever he is, which I think is so cute. This is a unique gift. And I think this holiday season, it's always hard to find something that's unique and personalized. And you can do that with Little Words bracelets. So go on their site and stock it if you're looking for a really good gift. If you want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others with the original word bracelet, we have a special offer. This is for all the Skinny Confidential audience. You're going to go to littlewordsproject.com skinny, or you can enter code skinny at checkout for 30% off your first order. It's the best offer that you can get, and it's limited time only, you guys. That's littlewordsproject.com skinny. You get 30% off your first order, and you can also find Little Words Project at Target, Nordstrom's, or one of their flagship stores. Huge thanks to Little Words Project. meditation that you can sip. You know what that is? Magnesium. If you've not gotten on board with magnesium, you're missing out because 50% of us are deficient. The one that we use is by Moon Juice and it's called Magnesium, like in yoga. So if you're unclear about what magnesium does, you should know that it helps support healthy brain activity. It gives you a deep sleep, muscle relaxation. Also, if you're like sore, I always notice that it helps with sore muscles and it just gives you a sense of calm. It's such a nice thing to wind down to at night. I do one tablespoon in water. I just mix it up super quick. I pop in a straw. I don't even put ice. I don't even heat it up and I drink it. You could heat it up and you could put it on ice, but I just like it right away. It's so good. It's such a great wind down. And it instantly dissolves in water. It tastes like berries. The Moon Juice one is like sweetened with monk fruit. So it's delicious. And most importantly, their ingredients are 100% traceable and they're sustainably sourced. So you're going to notice immediately deeper sleep and relaxation. And it really helps with PMS and jaw clenching. You should also know that magnesium's magnesium is pink. So it's very on brand. It's a delicious pink drink formulated with three forms of bioavailable magnesium. You got to try it. It has L-theanine in it, which helps promote the same brain waves that are created during meditation. That's why they call it meditation you can sip. And you know how I like my meditation. All right. To get your nightly pink drink from Moon Juice and get the sleep of your dreams, you're going to head to moonjuice.com skinny and use code skinny at checkout for 20% off your order. 
That's moonjuice.com slash skinny. Use code skinny at checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are here and we have a holiday miracle upon us because one of our sponsors, Manscaped, are here to provide tools to get the men in your life all groomed up for this holiday season. Manscaped has vowed to make sure your man's tree is standing tall with two presents underneath, or at least look like it's standing tall. Trust me, ladies, Santa's cookies aren't the only things you're going to want to get your hands on this holiday season. I'm obviously a personal user of Manscaped products. Lauren loves it. That's why we keep popping out these kids. And honestly, all their products are great. I love their lawnmower body trim maybe the best trimmer on the market and I've used a lot throughout these 35 years on this planet and every man can use this I mean every man right now they're also selling their performance package 4.0 which comes with the lawnmower body trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver keep them smelling all nice down there guys like I said this is a great gift great stocking stuffer great for every man in your life skip the sweaters skip the socks and just get this instead it's going to be much better received and people are going to get way better use out of it, both the men in your life and yourself. It's perfect for the holidays and you can get 20% off right now. That's right. 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash skinny. 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash skinny. Perfect for the holidays and you can get 20% off right now. That's right. 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash skinny. Santa, forgive me. Sometimes it's okay to be on the naughty list. Manscaped.com slash skinny. Brain and I only really meet people in in the wild, though. Like, I mean, I was on the apps. I, I really, I, the only thing I do is I, I am on Raya. But any guy that we've dated probably since the inception of the podcast has been someone we met in person. I mean, we're good at yeah. talking to people. We do it for a living. You know, like I've we've we've had good luck. So but again, I can't speak on 22, 23 year olds and especially people who maybe went out into the real world during COVID. That was pretty tough, you know, when things weren't normal. So not that they're what's normal anyway, but we prefer it that way, you know, so and we've had some good luck. I don't want to give the messages that like it's all bad. We have like amazing brothers, great dads. We've dated really great, great wonderful dads. guys. <laughs> you know, we have good examples in the world of men in our lives. Just not New York. I've had really, really nice men in my life. I just have mostly dated them on the road. Like I've had a lot, a lot of long distance relationships yeah. in my life. And I feel that men outside of these like major like outside of New York City are more intentional. They're kinder. Every time I see them, they follow up. They want to see me again. We make a plan for the next time. They're just there and present yeah. and I don't feel like I'm an option I feel like I'm I'm the choice yeah so we do want people to get off the apps and stop relying on that solely mm -hmm. and that's again we like always reference this author that we had on our show John Berger who wrote these two books and he does like a challenge and like different ways you can try to meet people and like think of people you already know sort of like someone in your circle see if someone can set you up like different ways so people just don't have to be constantly only dating online it can really kind of warp your whole perception of the experience. I completely agree with that. That's very smart to see who's in your inner circle and how there's like six degrees of separation. Mm -hmm. Let's take a plot twist. What's the key to butt sex? Wow. Well, th they were mentioning it earlier. I'm sure people were wondering. No, we'll get it. I've never had butt sex. I'm saving that whole for marriage. Just kidding. Are you guys I've, doing butt sex? I've only tried it like a couple of times. Okay. It's not, my, it's not my cup of tea. I okay. like butt stuff. You can stick a finger. Yeah. I like a uh, little butt play. You can, any, you know, you can eat my ass, whatever. But Oh, okay. I, well, I'm, you know what? The, the thing with me is I just feel like for me, that hole feels like things are supposed to come out. That's why I say. I say it's an out hole, but no shade to anybody. But no shade. That's what I'm wondering. What's the key to good butt sex? Yeah, lube is really great. Working the butthole a little bit. If you want to like work the taint a little, work the butt. You can't just go straight into a hole. It's not going to feel good for anybody. I don't enjoy the sensation. It's not for me. I've tried it with a lot of partners. I've tried butt sex. I've tried fingers in my butt during sex. It is not a pleasure hole for me. I'll do anything else. It's, I don't enjoy it. But if you like worked the area a little bit, bit more I would enjoy it more and lube always helps you gotta have lube uh, you gotta go in there dry that's but, crazy but we a vibrator's uh, nice too I well, feel we like have we're we can talk about I mean we'll we'll launch this which we're working on it as a, as a butt mm -hmm. plug which is really important to get something in there before it's a full-blown dick you know when you can do that at home yourself like I again I, I want to be clear that I have not had anal sex so I can't speak on it from that standpoint but I still think that you should put something in your butt before 
you try anal for the first time and you can do it at home alone. Don't want to just do a dry run. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like ba- getting banged before you have sex for the first time. I guess we all did that. I don't know. I wasn't I didn't put a vibrator in my pussy before I had sex. I didn't either. I'm just saying we have the luxury now. I've to been have a vibrator girl since I was literally 14 years old. Before, oh, me too. before sex. Yes. Before sex. You yeah, took your, you, took you, your you were inserting it? You were not inserting, inserting it? it? Not inserting it. I was I was using a vibrator. Can I ask you a question? Did you talk? So I started masturbating very, very young and I had no idea that other people were doing this. And also the term was fingering and I always just rubbed my clit. So I was like, this is this trick only I know. Did you, did, did you you talk to other women about it when you were like 14. Like at what point did you talk to your friends about masturbating? Always. Always at that age? I've been very comfortable with sex from a very young age. And we can get into this on your podcast. I don't want to like take this up, but I just don't. How are we here? Yeah, We're here for sex. Yeah. But sex and touching yourself, I remember like growing up thinking this is this thing that guys do. Like I, none of my girlfriends ever talked to me about that. I, I had no girlfriends until I was probably in my very early 20s that were like, yeah, I masturbate too. We, the like, high I school that I, and the, the middle school and high school that we went to was like college. So I think that's the like the, maybe the difference is that For everyone sure. was doing like we were drinking like we were in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael and I were hooking up. People when we were grew 12. up real fast. Like, <laughs> it's very it was a very <laughs> like fa- fast times kind of high school. We, so maybe yeah. that's why I mean, uh-huh. we had I, I do a bit about this. Like we had a girl like get pregnant in eighth grade and like carry the full baby the whole school year. Like, we, I mean, we were drinking. We, we, people were having sex, but some masturbation wasn't in being discussed. I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like masturbation was a th- like female masturbation. Yeah, I yeah, right, that's guys, great. All my girlfriends off, like yeah. masturbation was a big part of my life around that age. But for as a <laughs> for, for as a, as a boy, yeah, like I didn't know. Like Lauren, you're ahead of your time. You are. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're saying. Like my no, I don't think it's me. I think it's the place I grew up. I'm not saying Wait, where I'm did you like guys a grow crusader. Up in California. Yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, oh, I think okay. it's it's. I think it's more of like the the high school that we went to. Yeah, it was yeah, like very like. Just fast. All the parents that have young kids in San Diego are just like, yeah. oh, shit. Sauce is not going to high school there. That's for damn sure. So the key to butt sex is a lot of lube. It's a vibrator. Practice. Make me enjoy the experience. You can't just like go right in, like work the area. You can't have a huge dick. Yeah. 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 You don't want like, a I've huge seen, I've like, I've had a, I've had a lot of big dicks in my life and I feel like there's so many that I'm thinking about them like that. There's no way that would even fit in there. Yeah. They're, I probably shouldn't have tried butt sex with Michael. I probably should have tried it with the micro penis that I hooked up with. That was maybe like the wrong time to try. Just give me a, like a kind of a backhand compliment. Yeah. On the show. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, pull that clip. Only that, that clip. a full compliment. Um, <laughs> okay. I want to talk about erotica audio. Is that how you, is that what you call it? Sure. Uh-huh. I have not experimented in that. Can you guys talk to us about that? We've never talked about it on this podcast. Is yeah. that how you, it's erotica audio? Er- erotic audio. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about that. Explain yeah. this. So Ashley and I started a company called Vibes Only, just to tell you why we're talking about this in general. It's a sex toy company and we have all kinds of fun stuff that we brought for you guys, like flavored blowjob gel, lube, and a massage oil. And all of our toys have a Bluetooth chip inside of them that connects with our app. And the app has all of these erotic audio stories where you are the other character in the story. So someone's talking to you. So yeah. our most popular um, is a cowboy, for example. And Ashley can tell you about the stories, but the vibrator goes along with the content. It vibes along with the content. Wait, hold on really quick. Do we have an accent with the cowboy? Like, what are you yeah, talking and about? That's, he's not the most popular. He's pretty popular. The most popular is this like Dom BDSM guy named Conrad. He's his, we we'll can play, play a snippet. Yeah. When we, when we came up with this concept, like I had thought that there, I'd listened to some audio erotic, but it's like a story. There's two characters. So I thought like, what if it's just like a dirty talk? Like there, you're the other person on the other end. They're talking to you. There's no other woman in the room, you know, like there, you're the other woman in the room. So that was the concept. Again, like the vibrator pairs to a remote control that lives within the app. That's free. You don't have to subscribe to use the remote. So and you can use the vibrator just normally as well. You don't yeah. have to Bluetooth connect it. But we have designed the technology that when you connect it and the story starts, the vibrator goes along with the story. So I have basically like DJed all these stories. So it starts out really slow. You know, if you are on a horse with the cowboy, it's like kind of a, you know, up and down. There's like rumbling. <laughs> and then there's a, God, cl- a climax. Amazing. So, yeah, you can really do that you can you know let us do the work or you can obviously do what what, what you prefer okay, is it like a click of the button that it turns yeah, on we can, we'll, we we'll can... show you wait what does the cowboy say like like is he like in it like do an accent like yeah what's so the... his name is clint he does have a, a southern accent clint. and you're you're like at you're at a ranch like you are a city girl that came to this ranch 
and it's there's three Why do parts. Why you guys want to even date? Just you know, you guys yes, got these everything are your going on. Yeah. You're your boyfriend. You're confident. And we have and you're making your own we have women money. Also. You, we have women. Just in there use too. this vibrator with Clint. Yeah. Well, we didn't know. So it's just funny that he is such a such a star that women have that fantasy because we just started with two parts of Clint and then they were like, we need more Clint. So we called up our voiceover actor. <laughs> we're like, we need a part three. We had to get the part three written. Mm-hmm. So People he's going to be a staple. Yeah. yeah. Michael, do your accent to see if you're I eligible. Know, I, I can't do it. No, do it. Come on. Come on. I can't do something. Now. I don't know how to do you it. You want to do it. You know, I'm going to play the story for you. Yeah, okay. Go. So you come to the app. It's like really, really beautiful. And then we have stories and we've all these characters. So if you go into Clint, you get all your Clint stories. Which one Clint like or Clint? <laughs> Yeah, Clint. Clint is on your clit. Well, Lauren, listen. So if now if I hit play, it will ask me to connect to the vibe. But. If this podcasting doesn't work out for me, maybe I can try to get on that app. And You do do an accent. That's such a lie that you won't do. I got it. No, I got it. It's hard for me to just pull it you out of my head. You can do the accent. You can do it. Let's see. Is it up here? Oh, my word. Oh, God. You are perfect. All right. Let's see where they start. Those muscular fingers pumping in and out of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my name. Oh my god, Clint. Tell me how bad you want more. <laughs> this is genius. Let's see. I'm gonna grip your thighs, but you gotta hold on tight. <laughs> oh, you said you wanted a late night ride. And that's what I'm gonna give you. Well, this is what I'm gonna do tonight. Oh, you feel so wet, sugar. <laughs> Why am I laughing? It's like a rock. Okay, so that's Clint. That's Clint. You listen, Clint. <laughs> I I didn't get down with Clint. Till like the third story, it got really sexy. He like bent mm-hmm. her over this bench during the sunset. But I, we have the one that we, the, there's a, there's a very like kind of Christian Grey type character that's like really dirty and he kind of degrades you a little bit. And people really are into that kind of stuff. Too. It's interesting yeah. seeing like what people are really, the stories that are like the most popular. But did you guys um, write the stories? I have written one. It's it's gonna be released soon. I wrote one about an um, NBA athlete, but <laughs> Tristan Thompson. <laughs> it's Tristan. Actually, we had Tristan voice it. Um, you just burn his house down yeah. in the story. It's the Tristan yeah. collection. Yeah. So no, we have writers and we have voiceover actors and we have a whole you know production team and I oversee everything on the content side. So Raina helps like throw to, like come up with some of the concept stuff. But yeah, we have like a whole bunch of people Smart. that produce these stories very neat post-production there's sound effects and different things like that yeah. so you know we have the the three vibrators now we brought you guys the most popular one which is called the reina and reina can speak on it and then we are releasing more for the holiday for valentine's day and we have people love our blow gel our lube our massage oil let me see this vibrator i'm going to open yeah. it up on air oh wow beautiful that's so beautiful two ended this fits the feed <laughs> yeah, it's aesthetic. Oh, oh yeah. you can use it on your clit or you can use it in. Oh, shit, I thought that was like a shower brush. Yes, you can oh. also bend it and you can put it inside of you and have it stuck on your clit at the same time. It's wild. It's unreal. And you can use either end and of it or the button that the you same hold. time. You might yep. not even and need this me is the button line. that you hold for this. There's two yep. motors. There's in two it, motors yeah. and there's a remote control in the app that's free for everybody and you can control it with the remote. And it like pulsates. How do I hold it all the way down? You can just keep clicking through it. Is it not working? No, it's working. It's okay. Working. It's, it's definitely working. I'm like, I gotta go. I actually <laughs> jack that one up pretty high, the clit sucker. Your leg will start to it's shake. Like it unreal. is an insane orgasm. Okay, how do I turn that. it on and off? Because I want to save it for tonight. You know, I don't. I don't. You got a couple nights away from the kids. Yeah, Lauren. literally. Uh, seriously, just hold it down. I hold it down just and hold it the turns button on, and I hold. And this is the button that I turn it on with. Just hold yeah. down each button for two seconds, and then click through the patterns. And then there's also like a whole really fun um, instruction manual, and there's a velvet pouch in there for you. Who needs a guy when you have the Rena? I really don't know. It is the most incredible. All three of our toys are wonderful and they're really fun in their own ways and they have just been flying and people like to use them together or solo. We once that are good for travel. The blowjob gel is also like my favorite thing that we sell because it's a flavored blowjob gel. So brought you guys the vanilla frosting blow gel. Yeah. And you can just put like a little drop on his not micro penis and just Thank go you. to town. Yeah, make sure you put huge. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> Make sure you put this in um, the show, Taylor. Put, start do, the episode with this. Can we do a giveaway for our audience so they can ride on a cowboy with or ride, <laughs> ride on a horse with Clint? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All you guys have to do is follow Vibes Only. That is the Instagram handle and the website too, but Vibes Only. Tell us your biggest sexual takeaway on my latest Instagram because I got some takeaways from this. It doesn't have to be sexual, actually. It could just be a takeaway from this episode. We are going on Girls Gotta Eat podcast. I think it's going to be released hopefully the same day. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Head to the show notes for all the details on Vibes Only. And where can we find you guys? How do we follow you? Pimp yourself out. 
You can listen to Girls Gotta Eat wherever you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. Our website is girlsgottaeat.com. We are on tour in 2023, so we still have tickets left to a lot of different cities. Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram. I am Ash Hess on everything, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Raina is Raina.Greenberg on Instagram. And then we also are on TikTok, Girls Gotta Eat podcast. So really just search Girls Gotta Eat, Girls Gotta Eat podcast. You'll find us. I could have talked so many different angles with you guys. So this was really fun. You guys too. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Go listen to us on Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Surprised it took us this long to do this. Thank you guys. Thank you for coming on. Guys, wait, don't go. Do you want to win some vibes by Girls Gotta Eat? All you got to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes under The Skinny Confidential. And definitely go listen to our episode on their podcast. It's called Girls Gotta Eat. I hope you love this episode. We'll be back next week with such a good one. There is one thing that I have nailed down when it comes to having a baby. And that is the sleep factor. And then I have to have his weighted sleep sack. And this has been such a game changer. I have told all my friends. It is by Dreamland Baby. It's a gently weighted sleep sack. And they also have swaddles too, but Towns uses a sleep sack. And his is nude. We also have it in like uh, olive green. And it's for newborns to 36 months. And I will be using it the whole 36 months. Let me tell you, this is the only sleep sack on the market with even distribution from the baby shoulders to toe. So this is going to help your baby feel calm, fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. And I can tell you it works. Like when I put this sleep sack on him, he associates it with sleep. I can't explain it. His eyes close when he goes in the sleep sack. This sleep sack was created by a mom. And it's also doctor and sleep expert approved, which is very important. And it's undergone very much safety testing you can see on their site. They also, just like a side note, were on Shark Tank and did a deal with Lori, which I think is really cool. Anyway, if you're looking for your baby to sleep and you're having issues with sleep, you have to check out this gently weighted sleep sack. It's changed my life. The nude one is so cute. Just saying. You can use code SKINNY at checkout. You get 20% off all Dreamland Baby Co. items and... Guys, I have an exclusive deal right now for all Skinny Confidential listeners on my personal landing page. And it's linked within the show notes. So you can go to my personal landing page at dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash skinny.